There we go. Oh, man. Hello. We've arrived. Here we are. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome, everyone, back to Oddities. That's right, in all our glory. I, I'm Cassie. I'm Anna. <laughs> and, oh, there's the white claw. And before I forget, Sorry. as per usual, we're on social media. On Instagram, we're Oddities Insta. On Facebook, we're Oddities Podcast. <laughs> On Twitter, we're Oddities Tweets. Uh, feel free to email us with topic suggestions or your listener stories. It'd be great to do a second a second episode of that. So our email is oddities.talk right. at gmail.com. I also put that in the description now. Uh, actually, all this information I've been putting in the description. And then we also have a Patreon. If you'd like to donate to us, uh, you can find us on there under Oddities Podcast. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. How do you spell oddities? O-D-D-I-T-I-E-S. There it is. And here we are again. So, first of all, thank you, because we hit... We have 3,000 downloads, so yay! Yay! Thank you very much, everybody, and we're happy we can keep you company during all this craziness. Yeah, because it is... It's currently April, the 1st of April. April the, Fools. None of this is the, real. The Day of Fools. I know. I have a... Oh, God. Um, and we're, <laughs> we're... America is in quarantine until April 30th. Hooray. Hooray. So everyone stay the fuck inside so they don't extend this another 30 fucking days. Except people at work keep talking like we're going back next week. And I'm like, guys, no, we're no. not. Stop. Stop no trying to be anywhere. like that. We're not going anywhere. So, the world is, you know, a ball of flames, but we're here. That's right. Wait, how are and you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I have been watching nonstop Disney movies. Oh, I thought you were going to start Sabrina. I did. Oh, okay. Do we hate it? No. Oh, good. I'm glad. What Disney movies, though? Okay, I watched Mulan, which, by the way, oh, great, great, great. That movie. villain, wild. Yeah, I Love know. Him. Yep. There's one scene where he like they send two like, um, I don't know what they are, but they send two like army guys back to the emperor, and then he's like, "How many men does it take to deliver a message?" And then the guy like pulls his arrow, and he's like, "One." And then the scene ends. I was like, "That was brilliant." I know. What a badass, right? He really is. And then also, he's on he top has, of like, the, the roof, and he catches oh, yeah. his sword, pretending to be a gargoyle. I was like, hell yes. Master of disguise. He also has, like, yellow eyes. Fucking and fangs. Yeah, I know. I don't know. There's he's, he's, like, not a human, I feel like. Well, and I feel like Disney... Like, I was listening to a, a podcast, and they were talking about this, and I thought this was so interesting. They were like, we have no idea, like, what war they're depicting in Mulan so like the Huns could be the good guys we don't know but they yeah, have to right. like dehumanize him which is right what, he looks like a like a bat or a cat or something he yeah, looks well, crazy just, you know you see him you're like that's the villain easily recognizable yeah. yeah yeah and then he's got that black bird that's always with him and you're like oh yeah right same 
Uh, but Beauty and the Beast, Mulan, the old Aladdin, the new Aladdin. Did you see the new Aladdin? We tried, and then I had to shut it off. Did you not like it? Not particularly, no. It wasn't great. The <laughs> acting was very subpar. Right, that's kind of what got us, and we were like, okay, enough. And the guy who plays Aladdin, for being a starring role, isn't great. Yeah, and for like uh, a major, I mean, that, that was like a major undertaking, that film, and like, by a major company. Yeah. And he kind of he sucked. I'm going to say, though, Prince, the Will Smith Prince Ali crushed it. That's a good one. We didn't even get that far. <laughs> we I didn't. We didn't. Uh, maybe I'll try again. Maybe I'll give it another round. I don't know. Will Smith really took his own take on the genie, which I thought That's was cool. That's cool. He had some big shoes to fill, too. I mean. Yeah. And he very clearly isn't trying to rip off Robin Williams, which I think I would have been more pissed about. That would have been really annoying. I think that by giving it his own spin, he he probably took it in the right direction. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. he's very clearly Will Smith as the genie, which is... That's good. I think it's cool. Yeah, that is. Agreed. And, yeah, and then I've been watching Sabrina. I, the episode I paused it at, by the way, I love the ant, the ants. Hands down my fave, especially the one that was in Lord of the Rings. I, I knew she was familiar. Oh is my that god. Or Zelda. I think that's Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. You just click so many th- I feel like my brain just came together like a puzzle. Wow. We have, to thank, we have to thank Corey for that because when I was watching it I was like I know her face. And then he was like I am no man. And I was like you're right. That's who it yeah. is. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. I know, totally different. She looks role. totally different. I know. And she's amazing in Sabrina. She is. Her character is like one of my favorites in that show. Because uh, she's just kind of like a a bad bitch. She like doesn't give any She shits. really is. She yeah, really so is. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, and I like Kilda because she's so cute. Yeah, she's so sweet and like, you know, she's like the lovable aunt. Also, I meant to text you this the other day and then I totally forgot. Ambrose is hot. Yeah, except, I don't know, his character, like, so... It really got to me in, like, season two. It's not so much his character. I think it's just, like, his diction or something with the way he speaks. After a while, I was just like, shut up. I don't <laughs> like that he addresses her as cousin all the time. That's weird to me. That that never stops. But there's, like, this, like, it's just the way he, I don't know how to describe it. I, I don't know. But it's just, like, this thing that I was just like, I can't, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited because I like it, actually. The first good, couple episodes, I was like, am I going to get involved in this? And then by, like, episode three, I was like, I'm I'm fully involved in this. Yeah, there's a bit of a slow start, and then it kind of picks up more. And it, I think the description I gave you probably is pretty on par. Oh, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Riverdale, but with witches. <laughs> right. Oh, and Sabrina's, like, on, like her, her whole outfit, all of her costumes, they're all great. They I, are I like, great. I like the vibe that they're going for. Whoever did like the costume work for it did a cool yeah. job. Uh, yeah, I agree. I just Nick, like literally where I paused it, Nick suggested to Sabrina that he she should date two guys. Mm. I was like, Nick, uh, you'll see, you'll see how all of that turns out. Um, what have I been doing? Yeah, a lot what have of you been work. watching? I've been working longer hours lately. It's been really hectic. What have I been watching? Yikes. Yeah, we watched... 
God, I couldn't tell you what we've been watching. We've been doing a lot of like like other stuff. Like we've been well, working on the, we've been working on the house. We've been taking the dogs for really long walks. Lots of lots of like cooking and meal prep. We just downloaded the the latest Tomb Raider game for the computer. Oh, I'll shit. tell you what, I've killed that bitch in so many different ways. We're not <laughs> Lara Croft is not having a good day. I mean, I've I've impaled this bitch. We've fallen off of cliffs. Oh, I drowned dude. her. And I'm not trying to do this. I just I just no, suck. No. It just happens. I got. I just recently got very into um, Zelda, the Zelda Breath of the Wild game. Hell yeah, Bro. that's a great. If you, it'll if I plummet time. off, I really will. If I plummet off one more fucking tower, I'm gonna lose it. Oh, towers galore! You're gonna fall so many fucking times in that game. And I also, um, with with the one that we just downloaded too. Uh, we realized that the one that we downloaded came with all these extra like expansions. So you can change her. You can, like there's way more outfits and stuff. And then we stumbled upon the fact that you can make her look like the Lara Croft from the very first Tomb Raider game. So like, you have all of these. Yeah. You have all these beautiful graphics and then you're just walking around looking like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> that's which actually gave, amazing. Which gave us a good laugh. So anyway, that's kind of the stuff we've been up to this weekend. I think it, the weather's decent. So we're going to try and get out um, to hiking. That's not on our property. Just like another one close by. And, um, cause there aren't going to be any people around and I think we're going to try and make some candles. <laughs> love that. Lit. Love it. Yeah. Well, so, I love it. That's everything for me. That's the latest. Yeah. So yeah. what do you have today? Or would you like me to go first? I feel like I've been going first for a while. I think you should go All right. first. Let's mix this up. So you inspired me with the bleeding house, right? Cause I was like, Oh, but bitch like bleeding houses cool so then i was like okay i want to i want to go like you know hainted houses and by hainted i mean haunted it's just me being stupid i i thought that was a real thing that you were going to introduce me to that's why i didn't immediately start laughing (laughs) i had had you there for a second so i did some research on like the most hainted houses and so Mm -hmm. i stumbled across this one that's actually in greenwich village in new york which you know is like our neighbor so hi New York. Although the shit's really hitting the fan there currently, so sorry I know. New York. <laughs> we hope you're all safe in New York. Yeah, I hope you're okay. But anyway, so this house is known as the House of Death. So Love that's it. cool. It is located at 14 West 10th Street between Fifth and Sixth Avenues in what is considered one of Greenwich Village's most like picturesque blocks. It was constructed sometime in the 1850s near the start of Civil War. And since that point, 22 people have died in the home, and it is, because of this, known as the House of Death. Wait, this, when was it? Oh, in the Civil War it was constructed. Near the start of it, yeah. Oh, okay. So, this this brownstone, you look at it from the outside, and it just looks like this classic brownstone. And basically, when it was built, the area around Washington Square was, was booming, and it was originally just one house, but now it's split up into 10 different apartments. So they just took this like big ass thing and just broke it up. And at least nine of the houses now have like names on the buzzers and mailboxes indicating that people are still living there today. Residents have reported seeing tons of ghosts in this place, but one of the most famous being Mark Twain. What? I know. So... They claim that Mark Twain will walk around in a white suit and with his white hair 
And there's and also be like a, a dick. <laughs> and be a dick. And there's also like this cat that shows up. And another common one is a woman in a long flowing gown who's nope. you know, just just this bitch. Which like sounds so so typical, <laughs> right? Like she's bitch. she's just this bitch that like goes through the house in her fucking dress or whatever. Like, okay, whatever. So <laughs> We're like your mundane ghost stereotypes don't scare us anymore. Your gown. Yeah, I'm not faced by you over there in your long dress. Okay, (laughs) so Mark Twain lived at this address from 1900 to 1901, and if you visit the place, they apparently have a small bronze plaque like dedicated to him, and it's like, okay, great, cool. So the town home. (laughs) <laughs> I'm doing a great job with this so far. The I mean, he only lived there for a year. That's not very long. No, I think he was over it. So <laughs> when he was there, the townhome already had a reputation for being haunted uh, by the time he moved in. But he was like a huge skeptic and he mocked the idea of ghosts and he refused to believe in anything that was basically the unexplained. He Are mocked you Mark everything. Twain reincarnate? <laughs> oh my god, big time. He, he <laughs> mocked everything. He hated everything. Actually, now the more I describe him, you're right. <laughs> Hashtag relatable, right? So I'm Mark Twain. <laughs> so here we are, Cassie and Mark Twain. So hey. uh, he even expressed his disbelief in a short story called A Ghost Story, in which a ghost haunted his own fake corpse. Same. So Same. What a mood. Even the sight of what is only known as an unexplained phenomena couldn't shake Twain's skepticism. So it's reported that one night he saw a piece of, like, wood kindling or whatever just move by itself near the fireplace, like, up and, like, moving around like somebody was going to put it in the fireplace. So he shot a pistol. No. <laughs> he, gra- he grabbed a pistol and shot it. <laughs> well, the kindling fell to the floor, and then he saw a few drops of blood on the floor. But there were no intruders, no humans, no animals near there, um, and so the event could not be explained. Although he was said it was he was sure it was a rat, and refused to believe that it was supernatural in nature. Why to would the, a ghost bleed? Because uh, it's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's right. That's exactly right. So little bitch these ghost. little bitch ass ghosts. So these days. Uh, Twain's ghost is said to appear to current residents of number 14 of, you know, apartment 14 in this house. Just shooting a pistol. (laughs) He just like walks around in his white ass fucking suit. And, you know, he's he hangs out on the first floor and the lower level landing of the staircase. Uh, It was reported that on the ground floor back in the 1930s, a mother and daughter, uh, her daughter was a young widow um, and they were sharing the apartment. The mother comes into the living room one evening before all of the lamps are lit, because this is the 1930s, and she sees a man with white hair, and it's kind of wild, you know, Twain style, and he's sitting in a chair looking out the window, and she says, who are you and what are you doing here? (laughs) Same. Honestly, same. And he responds, my name is Clemens, and I got problems here I ought to settle. And that's it. And then he disappeared. All right, Clemens, chill the fuck out. What are your problems? So, yeah, Clemens. Actress Jan Bryant Bartell and her husband moved into this apartment in 1957. The same one, the first floor one? Mm hmm. Yep. And the most detailed account of life in the possessed building comes from her memoir. And the memoir is called Spindrift Spray from a Psychic Sea. 
Same. It was written in 1974, oh just before she died. I kind of want to read it. But anyway, from the first I feel like day... I have seen it. <clears throat> it's pretty big, I think. So from the first day that she and her husband moved into the, this building, the area that they were in, it was once the servants' quarters. And she felt this, like, weird chill... And the house seemed like foreboding, you know, all the usual bullshit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then then the lady in the gown walked by. And then Captain Gown walked by. Yeah, so anyway. (laughs) Captain Gown! (laughs) Due to a housing shortage at the time, she didn't have any option. And she was just like, okay, we're staying in this. We're staying with Captain Gown. We're staying with the Queen of Gowns. So then. (laughs) Don't joke. (laughs) So then weird shit started happening but it was like small she would hear footsteps she would feel something like brush against the back of her neck when her hair was up she would get this weird rotting smell that would come and go so that's awful plug in like a glade a glade air freshener and call it a day check the basement yes something's got to be dead anyway things started to get dark um shadows would show up and even if she like would like put a light near it it wouldn't change it There was, like, this mysterious chair that their dog would snarl and growl at. Uh, Then... Clemens' chair. Then this weird, like, singular shriveled grape appeared in the dead center of a clean dinner plate. Even though they hadn't bought any grapes in months. Yeah, it was just, like, this grape. Then she found furniture moved from its usual place. Um, She would hear glasses that would, like, shatter, and then she would walk in the room, and they'd be obviously broken. So most unsettling, though, would be the odors that she would smell. The one smelled like, it, like kind of nice, like old perfume. But then another one was just like this rotting, awful thing. And then one day she had, she, she saw this vision of a man. And she reached out to touch it. And she said, quote, what was it I touched? <laughs> a substance. What was it I touched? I know. A substance without substance. Chilly, damp diaphanous as marsh mist or a cloud of ether 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 okay i could feel my fingers freeze at the tips they were numb and yet they tingled in the split second between contact and recoil the scent came fragile and sweet and unbearably cloyingly sweet (laughs) can we talk about how they used to write like i love god yeah it's dramatic so, as all fuck, though. Super dramatic. Like, I wish I had somebody writing, like, my life, narrating it like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, my inner monologue sounds like that. That would be cool. It Mine's usually just curse words. Anyway. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Bar- Bartell and her husband, they decided, okay, like, we're pissed. Let's do something about this. They bring in this paranormal <laughs> expert. <laughs> yeah, direct quote. Direct okay, we're quote. Pissed. They bring in this paranormal expert and a medium um to see if they can help the medium is like okay great i feel this presence oh shit there's something dead under your floorboards maybe three things a young girl with curly hair blue eyes and a tiny nose an aborted child and a small gray cat what what's aborted child they mean someone who's staying there as a like a ward not someone who's like boarded up right no no aborted an aborted child as in like abortion oh an (laughs) abortion Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant, a, like, boarded. Like, they, they were saying someone, like, boarded with them or something. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like as in, like, one that was, like... Oh, Jesus. Post-abortion. Yeah. Okay. So, then after nice the medium... 
yeah, then after the medium says all this shit, they, like, the medium entered a trance and then was possessed by the spirit of someone named Rini Mallison, a 19-year-old who said she was born in 1848, and she blamed President Lincoln for killing her husband, Henry McDermott, by making him fight in the Civil War. And then she started crying about her aborted child. So then the paranormal expert was like, okay, well, that's enough. So spirits, like, get the fuck out because the Bartels, you know, belong here now. You know, so he's, like, yelling at this woman who's possessed or whatever. And then she's like, no, I'm never leaving here. They have to go. It's my home. Blah, blah, blah. And so then the Bartels were like, okay, well, like, shit, we don't really feel great about this. So they moved (laughs) away. (laughs) Another direct quote. Another shit, we don't feel good about this. Yeah. So they moved away. But then she, it's reported that Jan, the woman, like, felt that she could never shake the feeling that the house had sort of poisoned her. And then 15 years after she died, a much more shocking real-life tragedy occurred at the house. A man named Joel Steinberg, who was a prominent lawyer, and his girlfriend, Hedda, who was an editor of children's books, what a name, at Random House... Uh, they appeared to be, you know, basically your your normal professional couple. They were, like, well-liked, and they were fucking, like, affluent or whatever. They had adopted mm-hmm. two children. There was six-year-old Lisa and then Mitchell, who was 18 months. But, um, quote, their middle-class facade crumbled in November of 1987. Yikes. Revealing, yeah, revealing a drug-fueled den of horror and abuse. So, what? Jesus. I know. So, after freebasing cocaine... <laughs> The husband, I know, the husband beat the daughter, Lisa, uh, left, le- leaving her bruised and broken on the bathroom floor. So then he he left. He went to meet friends, leaving the wife, who was, like, scared shitless uh, and too afraid to help her daughter over the next room. He comes back late that night. He and his wife decide to, you know, just, like, hit up the cocaine again until around 4 a.m., with their daughter unconscious in the bathroom. And then it wasn't until 6.30 a.m. that the wife finally called authorities. And when the police arrived, the entire place was just, like, in disarray. Uh, The wife answered the door with her face bruised and battered, and her lip was split open. She wandered the apartment hiding behind doors while the medics attended to her daughter. The son was soaked in urine and covered with dirt and was tied to a playpen with a length of rope around his waist. Um, oh the daughter God. died three days later in the hospital. Oh, residents, poor angels. I know. Residents of the building had reported the husband before on suspicions of abusing basically all of them. Uh, Dennis, who was their neighbor next door, remembers seeing Joel in a tender moment carrying the girl on his shoulders. Too bad he was a dick, so that doesn't fucking make up right. for any of it. Yeah, thanks, anyway, Joel. Anyway, it's not Joel... Helpful. I know. Joel was convicted of first-degree manslaughter and served 16 years in prison, and the investigation revealed that he had never legally adopted either of the children. Uh, What? I know. So that was a whole shit show that happened there. Now, I read a more current article, and this guy, Dennis, who was talking about living next door to whatever. Oh, yeah. I meant thanks, Dennis, not thanks, Joel. (laughs) Thanks, both of them. You're both dicks. That's so right. Dennis, a musician and kind of like like a photographer type of figure, I think. I, I don't I'm know if he sure, does it like, Dennis. Yeah, he might do it as like a hobby or whatever. But anyway, he's he's lived on this place, this place. He's lived in this place for more than 20 years. He didn't want to give his last name because he was embarrassed to be sharing ghost stories. But he says he's seen 
Clips and visions of women in long gowns going from room to room, as well as experiencing seemingly random flickering of lights. So here we are with these trite-ass bitches and their long gowns mm. walking around the house. Mm. But anyway, mm -hmm. I know. He says, the walls don't stop them from doing anything. Same. So <laughs> he recalled one night many years ago when he was photographing a dancer and he left her alone in the room for a minute, or so he thought, and his guest was startled to see a lady in a long flowing gown followed by a cat walking into the room. And the dancer just like picked up her shit and left. Also <laughs> Big mood. Yeah. And so that's basically everything that I have for the house wow. of death. So it's just this like shit show. And there's all this, this crap going on. You've got Mark Twain and then you've got these bitches in their dresses. And then you've got this asshole Joel. I mean, I don't know. I know. There's a lot of shit going on. I want to know I just... though... Oh, go yeah. ahead. I just really love the fact that among that whole crew is just like Mark Twain. I know. It was like, like it was he... probably a rat. Yeah. And just shot rat. at it. I like know. I love that. That was a different time. So like now I just my question is like so Jan and there's this whole, you know, account of the medium coming in and saying, Okay, under your floorboards there's this. Has anybody pulled up the floorboards? That right. Has like, anyone looked? Know. Is there anything actually under there? I, I mean, whoever's in there now, like, could they just... Pull it up. I would. Like, I'd be like, okay, cool. And then as soon as they left, I'd be like, time to get the crowbar or whatever the fuck right. you need to open up the floor. And then I would has just that, look. Has that house not been torn down? It's still the same house? It's still there. It's still... Nothing's changed. Wow. Yeah. Except for the fact that they split it up into all these apartments. I know, but I'd get onto that first floor and just be like, hi, this is... I'm pulling up all your floorboards. I'm so sorry. Yeah, knock, knock. I'm coming in, bitch. <laughs> I've got to find out. Also, like, the the thing about something rotting is, like, how did she know it wasn't an animal? Yeah, I mean, it's an old place. What if there are, like, right. rats in the walls or some shit? I yeah, mean, and like, then they died. They would stink the whole house up. Yeah. But, I mean, there's that whole thing where it's like, Oh, demons, ooh, bad smells, all of that. But, like, there are logical right. explanations, and it's just like, did you guys, did you try? Did you guys check? Right. Yeah, I don't know. So, it's spooky. I'd be curious to go when, you know, the world gets its act together again. Maybe we should take a trip. For real. I would yeah. love to go see it. I mean, it's not like a museum or anything. We'd be, like, actually going into somebody's place, but... I mean, we I'm wondering... We see the outside of it. And I'm wondering if, like... People are used to it. Oh, right. Like, just people like, coming by and be like, is your shit haunted? Yeah, maybe. You know, like, especially if people have lived there for a long time, they must just be like, oh, God. Let's go talk to Dennis. He seemed pretty willing to, like, spill the beans. But is Dennis the same one from the story with Joel? Yeah, because Dennis has been there, like, for a long, long time now. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So that's, that's the wild. house of death right there in New York. New York. That's wild. Pretty neat, right? Yeah. Some may call it strange. <clears throat> Some could, excuse me. I have to clear my throat. <laughs> All right, so lay it on me. What do you have today? I have the story of Patience Worth and Pearl Curran. Excellent names. Yeah. So in 1913, Pearl Curran is a St. Louis housewife. I she's, bet. She's chilling. With a name like Pearl, I mean. That's right. So 
our our girl Pearl, she didn't read all that much, had very little education, and was going to be an actress, but gave it up when she married her husband, John Curran. Mm. Everybody was named John back in the day. Literally. So, despite not being rich, the Currans, they were comfortable, and they were happy. Uh, but other than the newspaper, neither husband nor wife really, like, read all that much. And they weren't well-off enough to associate with, like, well-educated writers or poets. Okay. That's pertinent. Okay. So, basically, I guess because she's a housewife, she doesn't have a lot to do. So she would often have tea with her mother and their neighbor, Mrs. Hutchings. So Mrs. Uh, Hutchings... That is such a neighborly name. It really is. So Mrs. Hutchings had a Ouija board. Hell yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. We love a bitch with a dark side. Oh, we do. So they would dabble with the Ouija board, you know. These Mm. these three bitches. They would hang out, have tea, dabble with the Ouija board. Tea time dabbling. Yeah, Mm -hmm, right, right. mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But, like, Pearl seemed to think it was a lot of, like, gibberish and nonsense. So one day they're doing it, and a message comes across the board that spells out, quote, Many moons ago I lived. Again I come. Patience Worth is my name. What the fuck? So, according to our girl on the board, Patience. Okay. She lived in Dorchester, England in 1649 or 1694. The pointer... right? 1600s name. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, 1649, 1694, the pointer included both. I think, or someone among this group of friends of life, or the ghost, was dyslexic. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Like, maybe maybe Pearl was, if she didn't, you know... Right. Like, she struggled with education and reading, and, like, maybe she just, yeah. And also, like, I fuck up numbers if I look at them quick. I fuck up everything all the time, so I can't even say shit. So I feel like, especially if, like, something is crazy. Something's scooting around, and you're like, right. holy you're shit. You're just like, yeah. uh, right. I would lose track of the numbers, too. So anyway. So we'll call it 1600-something. That's right. So our girl Patience in the board spoke in a super archaic way. I she bet. She used, like, the words like thee and thine, and occasionally refused to answer their questions. Mood. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Patience doesn't want to talk right now. Patience is... Yeah, patience. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, She was super cryptic when she got pushed for information and spelled out, quote, About me, ye would know much. Yesterday is dead. Let thy mind rest as to the past. Unquote. Deep. Patience is a deep bitch. Also, yesterday is dead is an emo band if I've ever heard one. Yesterday is dead. God, all right. Well, if it doesn't exist, then we should start it. <laughs> I agree. So, Who wants us to start a merch line where that's all t-shirts and that's everything that it says? Yesterday is dead. That's <laughs> yesterday it. is dead. That's it. <laughs> so the only thing they were eventually able to ascertain was that at some point, our girl patients came to America and was killed by Native Americans. Oh, sucks. Okay. So... Even though it had been Pearl and Mrs. Hutchings who had originally done the Ouija board, which brought out our girl Patience, it became clear it was Pearl that Patience like liked or wanted to speak to or talk through. All right, so she had like a they they were like vibing. Yeah, yeah, they were okay. chilling. Right, right, right. Because it was always Pearl that 
like brought patients to the table no matter who was with her. Yeah, she was the common denominator. Right. So Pearl becomes dedicated to the Ouija board, obviously. Okay. Right, and, right, and, for sure. Right, and consequently patients. So the messages began to come too quickly, and she started to learn that she didn't need the board. Which, okay. what? But fine. Okay. The sentences started to formulate in her mind oh, before fuck. they were being spelled out. Okay. So she was able to, like, say the sentence, and then it would spell it out. My skeptic ass is like, how do we know that she's not pushing the pointer? That's exactly it. I was just thinking, what if she's just, like, something's going on up here, and she's, like, so enthralled in it? That she's pushing it. She thinks it, and then it just, like, she, you know, moves her. Yeah, right. Because the subconscious mind is a crazy thing. Right. We've we've, Guys, go back to the Ouija board episode if you really want to listen to that one. Right. It's just, like, I, so I think she's, but whatever. Yeah, right. I agree. She began to dictate the replies and messages of patients, like, on her own. Okay, fuck the board. We're just... Right. So she she threw the board in the trash. Mrs. uh, Mrs. Hutchings is like, oh, my lord. And, you know, whatever. Mrs. Hutchings does. Oh, my lord. Oh, my lord. And Mrs. Hutchings is, she's... She probably would say "bless Satan." She sounds like she's a bad bitch. She um, true. Just busts out this Ouija board at tea time. That's what I'm talking about. She's like, "Ladies, let's do this." So <laughs> she, Pearl, employed a secretary for a while to like get down all the messages and replies of patients, and then cool, just like began to do it on her own. So for the next 25 years, oh God. Patience Worth used Pearl as a conduit and dictated a total of 400,000 words. Oh my god. So was Pearl, guy, like, supposedly, like, possessed, kind of? I guess uh, that's a very good like question. A conduit. Yeah. I'm just but I guess because, like, Patience is talking through her. Like, I read a bunch of quotes where Pearl was like, if, if, like, okay, well, I'll explain. We'll get there. Okay. So she... These words were not just personal messages, but, like, creative writing. So she passes along, through Pearl, 5,000 poems, a play, short works, and several novels that are all published to critical acclaim. So Patience just had, like, a lot she needed to get off her chest. That's all. She had some pent-up creative energy that just needed to get out. She used Pearl. She released it. Is, does, so, does Pearl mention her in any of the dedications? That's what I want to know. <laughs> but, so, Pearl wrote the books as Patience Worth. Oh, I see. Okay, so, like, her pen name. Yeah, but, it, like, yeah, she but felt it like patience. it was, like, her. Right, right. So, Pearl said, quote, I am like a child with a magic picture book. Once I look upon it, all I have to do is watch its pages open before me and revel in their beauty and variety and novelty. When the poems come, there also appear before my eyes images of each successive symbol as the words are given me, unquote. That's fucking wild. And she said, like, if if she was writing down a scene, like, about two guys, like a river, like, she could see the river and, like, she was like, oh, this is what patient wants and blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't know how much I buy that, but we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. 
So the Worth writings, you'll love this, the Worth writings coincided with the revival of spiritualism in the United States uh, and Britain. There it is. Mm-hmm. There, there it is. There she is. By the way, did the Sandhill Crane show up too? Because those are like the Definitely. two running themes of this shit. The Sandhill Crane and spiritualism. Also, fuck that Sandhill Crane. For sure. So skeptics thought that certain aspects of the supposed communication were falsified. Noting that Patience, I'm putting Patience in air quotes, was able to write a novel about the Victorian age, an era some 200 years after the one in which he claimed to have lived. Right. So still the literature produced was considered to be a high quality by some. Skeptics and believers alike would come to the, the Curran household to witness the writing sessions of Patience slash Pearl. Mm, okay. The... The Kierans never charged admission, and apparently were very nice, and the sessions were conducted with openness and candor. And instead of, like, spiritualism had, like, that idea of, like, a dark room with lit candles and, like, super dramatic scenery. Oh, yeah. Always the vibe. That was not the Curran shtick. Pearl was in a well-lit room with a notebook or a typewriter and began to write as the messages came to her. So to me, all you're doing is watching a writer write. That's all you're doing. Right, for sure. But in doing it in this environment and during this time, she's basically, this is her way of being like, look, this is real. I'm right. not pulling shit because we're not in a darkened room and there's not all these distracting things while I, right. you know, smoke and mirrors, all that bullshit. Which is interesting. It is interesting. So the stories apparently were filled with ancient languages, words and objects that had not been in use for hundreds of years or more. And Patience Worth was listed as one of the outstanding authors of 1918 by the Joint Committee of Literary Arts of New York. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. That is. So as time passed, Patience lost her patience. Oh, shit. Patience became tolerant but condescending of her host's abilities. Wow. Okay. (laughs) We love a bitch. A mood. Yeah. She scorned her, but then always never failed to, like, show her kindness. She simply seemed to think that her human counterpart was a little stupid. (laughs) Which, I don't know how that's showing kindness, but okay, bitch. All right. And she thought that with perseverance, she would be able to, like, make herself known. Patience would. Especially when Pearl grasped, like, she felt that she was stupid Because Pearl failed to grasp the spellings and the meanings of certain words. But if this bitch is from way back in the day, of course Pearl doesn't know what this shit is. Of course Pearl's going to be like, what the hell is this? Right. Like, if you came into into this era, the 1920s or whatever, you'd be fucking confused by typewriters and shit. Like, lay off Pearl. Yeah, fuck off. Patience. They, the two of them, continued to amass a great body of work until about 1922. Hmm. During this year... Their connection seemed to deteriorate as Pearl became pregnant at age 39, which is cutting it close. That is. A little too close. So when her husband and her mother died, Pearl's, sometime later, their connection dissipated more and more. Public interest had also faded, especially because no one was able to understand how Pearl had been able to do this. Mm. So basically they were like, there's no explanation. Um, We're bored. Yeah. Right. As the public often does. Right. People implied that Pearl was simply hiding a literary talent and had concocted a well-devised hoax in order to exploit others and become famous. 
And then there That's are scholars who have analyzed patients, again, I'm putting it in quotes, patients slash Pearl's work, and have found them to be accurate in historical detail and written in such a way that only someone with an intimate knowledge of the time could have created them. Mm. In late 1937, Pearl was living with a friend of hers, and she said that patients told her she's going to die. Pearl's going to die? Yeah, despite Pearl not being in ill health. This okay. is in late 37. Pearl developed pneumonia late November and died on mm. December 4th, 1937. Hmm. The St. Louis Globe Democrat, a newspaper, headlined her obituary with the words, Patience Worth is Dead. Okay. Whatever the real story, it definitely died with her, but right. there was no verification that there was ever a patient's worth living in the 1600s in England or in America. Huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. That just took me for a ride. It's weird, right? It is weird. I almost feel like she fumed. <laughs> she just straight up fumed out. No, I just like, I feel like maybe, I don't know, I can't help but wonder if there was something else going on and she just kind of like created this as like this alter ego and like underneath it all, maybe she she knew more than she thought she knew or I, I mean but then you've got like the details that are interesting but it's like well she could have gone to a library but she didn't read much but it's like maybe she did and she was just kind of like keeping it on the DL yeah it's hard you know there's a lot of question marks it's kind of like I feel like celebrities now like when they post things or when they do things I'm like how much of this is an act and how much of this is genuine yeah yeah exactly like I feel like she was I mean, the fact that she didn't charge money for it or anything else, but at the same time, if her literature was, you know, getting all this sort of acclaim and everything else, she didn't, did she really need to charge money for it? And it's just like, I, you know, it's... But I'm wondering if the money went to her. Like, where did the money go? If it's technically patients worth writing, like, did the money go to her? Probably, because, I mean, I could write a, I could write a book under the name of, you know... Oh, yeah, for sure. J.K. Rowling did that. yeah. And then the money will still come to me. So, yeah, that's true. You know, at so the end of the probably day, all was going to her. Yeah. So I kind of can't help. So like, it's like, okay, great. So the, she did these live writings where she basically was like, look how real this is. And it's like, right. okay, cool. Meanwhile, it was just like a brainstorming session for her. And everyone yeah. was just happened to be sitting in, in on it. And she was still making her money anyway. Right. So, th- so that, you know, I'm ruling all of that out. If she is like... Gosh, I don't know. I almost feel like she went to the library and she did some research <laughs> and she like, I feel like she concocted this. This just seems like, I, but that's just me, you know, whatever. But that's I a, just, like, I feel like it's a very well-designed, well-fabricated hoax. And to yeah. her credit, it's a good hoax. Yeah, well like, done. She bitch. convinced like, us. Round of applause. But I don't think that she's just sitting at her fucking neighbor's house for a tea and her neighbor whips out the, her neighbor, her neighbor, her, whips, neighbor. her neighbor, her neighbor whips out the Ouija board and then all of a sudden they're talking to this woman that can like write prolifically. Like, I just don't fucking buy that. Yeah, especially since at first she was like, this is gibberish. Then she probably went home and she's like, I'm going to mix this up. And then she like came up with this bullshit and then right. Mrs. Hutchings was on the bandwagon and everybody was on the fucking bandwagon the end and then maybe like you know this Especially was her way of with, being like i'm like i'm a housewife and i i want to do more and so this was like her way of doing more do you know what right. i mean exactly and especially with spiritualism on the rise for sure she was like i gotta get in on this party 
And, like, to be honest, she did it. Like, you caught the wave at the right time. Like, you crushed it. You crushed oh, all yeah. the layers of the hoax that most people plan for. Like, you nailed it. Yeah, I'm not hating. Like, I just don't think that any of it was real. I no, think no, that no. she she totally pulled it off. She did a damn good job because now she's got this long list of accomplishments and shit. Even though they're all technically under this woman's name. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same. It's everybody, like, not everybody, but so many people use I mean, in this case, it's just kind of acts as a pen name. Right. And it's also like, even when she died, the newspaper still printed and used patient's name. Like, they were like, yeah. patient's worth is dead. So, like, it wasn't like there was any confusion. Like, people were like, oh, I think one of the, you know, like, everyone yeah. knew that she was the quote-unquote conduit. Right, exactly. Um, so I just feel like... But, I mean, if, it's just like, it's the same thing where if it's like, if, say, J.K. Rowling were to die, they'd, like, all the news articles would be like, J.K. Rowling died. And right. And be like... Okay, we know who that is, even though that's just the name that she slapped on things. Exactly. And, like, she used a pen name for, I forget which book, but it was, like, a man's name. And it was, like, right after Harry Potter. Like, Harry Potter had come out, and then she, you know what book I'm talking about? Yeah. And she used a man's name. And then I Googled it, and it was like, oh, this is J.K. Rowling. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, right. So, it's just, like, the same type of idea, I think. So... I mean, kudos to this bitch, yeah, Pearl, because she like, I mean, she pulled the shit off. But also, Pearl, like, what was Pearl's last name again? It was Curran. Yeah, C U R R A N. Okay, never mind. Why? Because I was gonna look at Patience Worth and then Pearl's name and be like, can we mix it up to make it spell like out? I am Lord Voldemort, <laughs> right, or something? I was like, I mean, maybe like maybe she just mixed it up and did it that way, but no, okay. Well, the right. only thing that made me feel like that could be true as they both start with the same first initial that's it yeah uh, pearl and patience and you know. if if you want to look at it in the way that you're talking about where she's like a housewife and maybe she doesn't feel like she's fulfilled patience worth mm-hmm. like worth. that seems very specific those two yeah, names exactly i don't know i just feel like this was her way of i mean maybe mixing up her life a little bit and maybe going after something that she really wanted to go after at a time when it was a little harder to do so. Right. What I think is interesting is if she was really going to do this, like have a pen name and like write, I feel like if she wanted to, not that I'm saying I agree with the, it was a ghost talking through her, but I feel like the smarter move would have been to do a man's name. Probably. Yeah. But then maybe she was like, I don't know, maybe like she figured people wouldn't have, they wouldn't buy it as much or something. I don't know. Maybe they would have been like, oh, maybe. well, this is here's this housewife. And then she found her sort of kindred spirit patient. Like, I don't know. Maybe there's right. just like for more for, from an outside perspective, maybe people will be like, oh, there's a connection there. And, you know, all that bullshit. Right. But it's interesting yeah. that she I, I just thought it was funny that there was zero verification that a patient's worth lived anywhere. Yeah, in exactly. England or in America. Yeah, and I mean, there are ledgers and things like that. And of course, too, like, shit can get lost over time. But sure. the fact that there's nothing, I don't know. I just feel like just all Pearl seems did a, a damn too good suspicious. job. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and well, this that's is really what, cool, though. But this is what we've always said, which if you go back to one of our earlier episodes about spiritualism and the sisters, mm-hmm. the Fox sisters, if mm-hmm. you're going to play a part, commit to it. And this Fucking bitch committed. 
go balls in and just fucking all the way. And she did. She's like, she really did. The shit went on for years. And then Patience was like, you're going to die now. And then she died. And she was like, all right, word. She she went out in the snow. She was like, you're right. I want to catch pneumonia. Fuck this. She's like, let's make it happen, bitch. (laughs) She's like, let's go, Patience. Yeah, wow. Okay. Also, like, I feel like. cool. I, I just was reading about it and I was like, this is the most bizarre shit I've ever heard of. Yeah, this is some weird shit, definitely. But it just sounds like a very well-executed con job. God, the spiritualism movement just, like, spit out a whole bunch of really great con people. It really did. Which, it, it, like, you gotta I mean, give them a lot of credit. Props, for sure. And they, like, worked hard at it, so... Yeah, th- the Fox sisters were like, we're gonna do this forever. <laughs> well, you're all fucked. You're gonna have to come watch us and pay up forever what i think is interesting is that she did have people like come watch her which i feel like if you and me were in that room we would have been like what the fuck are we looking at like we're just watching you type i'm bored (laughs) (laughs) i'm like this isn't anything we're just watching you fucking type like what am i looking at sucks yeah exactly that's really cool though that's oh so sorry it snuck right up on me there that was very very cool i had never ever heard of of these people at all very bizarre right yeah totally weird shit but you know I, you're right spiritualism was a hell of a time i kind of wish i was alive for it i feel like you would have you would have vibed so hard at that time i would have gotten down with the get down with that because i just for feel sure. like i don't know i would have been into it definitely whereas like i would have been one of those people that, like this shit's whack <laughs> <laughs> i would have been looking for like the the ropes controlling things or oh the, yeah for the sure knocking, like that that would have been my whole gig and that's like me if i ever like i've been like magic shows and i'm like okay i spend the whole time trying to figure out how they do it i don't that's actually what I give do a too. shit about the trick that's yeah what I do too. so it's just like oh, and it's even when like people perform like hand tricks i'm always like all right now tell me how you did it like yeah, I, I don't me. i don't care what the trick was tell me how you did it yeah yeah exactly so i also what i think is interesting too about about pearl is that no one can disprove it no she did it she did it just right mm-hmm. there's enough there for you to question it but, but no one can say but you can't say and so you can't prove she, it no one can pearl's done good <laughs> you know what god bless pearl god yesterday bless you, pearl. is dead yesterday is dead <laughs> <laughs> Such a wild quote. Like, you emo bitch, relax. I mean, she's not wrong. Yesterday is dead. Technically, you're right. So just remember that, everybody. Tomorrow's a mystery and yesterday is dead. dead. (laughs) That's right. And most importantly, until next time, stay strange.